Hello, everyone. This is Mark Guy with Speak Brave Podcast with my friend John. Good afternoon, everybody, or good morning, wherever you're at. Well, afternoon, morning, one of those, I'm sure. Uh, what I wanted to invite everyone is to, well, thank everyone for listening to the Speak Brave Podcast. It's a growing community where we come together and we learn. I think one of the things that actually describe this podcast is Speak Brave and Live Brave, because we're not afraid to speak about uh, learning, growth, and topics that are really important. Mm-hmm. I, the story that continues for me is that many years I spent in my life where I was too afraid to speak up, mm-hmm. af- afraid to speak mm-hmm. up to hurt others or hurt myself, and I realized that that's not the right way or perspective to do. It is better to speak about things that matter to you, but speak in a way that is respectful, that is honest, and is enriching to myself and also to others. Isn't that what life is all about? And that last component I like especially because, you see, many of the stories that you have can connect with people like me because we all have great, unique, diverse stories, but we also have stories that are very similar. Yes. And it's that similarity that gives us a connecting point. Because we are more, just like one of my close friends uh, have said repeatedly, Diane, that we are more interconnected than we like to be. Mm-hmm. That's right. A lot of times, and you know what? I think it's a maturation process. A lot of times we think, oh, I can do this by myself. Oh, I can do this by myself. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe up to a point. But there comes a point when your talents, your skills, your expertise, yes. your drive is not enough. And it's time to reach out to the community mm-hmm. of people who will nurture you, help you, who love you. And I think this is what it's all about. This is speaking exactly what up, speaking brave, standing in your truth and standing in your courage. And living brave. Speak brave, live brave. So I'm glad that everyone could join us. This is going to be just a few minutes shorter uh, podcast than usual. And in this session, I'd like to focus on focus. Ha! Huh. What, what, what a great concept. Focus. Focus. Okay, I've got my camera ready. Well, sure. Um, is it okay? What kind of camera? Well, I think of camera. I think of you know you focus. Yes, yes. Well, okay, is that well, what we're talking about? Well, keep that in mind, John. But I want to actually think about focus in your brain oh. because that's what it's all about. Have you? Oh, the camera of the brain. Yes, <laughs> the right. recorded images right. that we that's see right. with our eyes. That's recorded images. Not only that, but also the barrage of images and stimuli oh, yes. that touches our brain on a continuous basis. This is what I'm talking about. Yes. D- did you notice that everyone has their phone, their tablet, yes. their headsets, and it seems like everyone is busy, but at the same time, not paying attention to you. Completely. Have you ever felt that recently? Many times. I've been with groups talking with one or two people at a table with several people, and two-thirds of the table are looking at a phone, scrolling through email, Facebook or text, email, text messages. And it's and it's really they're disconnected from us. It's almost as if I don't care about your conversation. I need to check my mail. <laughs> well, do you accept it? Do you think this is a normal social behavior in the United States? I don't think well, it's a normal social behavior in terms of how our society is currently looking. But is it normal in terms of the way we should live our life? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, do you think that it's going to get worse? It's going to stay the same? It's going to get better? What do you think is going to be the ultimate uh, ultimate result from this? Uh, are we going to get more connected? Is there going to be some 
technology planted in our brain so we can talk to each other without opening our mouth. What is going to be? What do you think is going to happen? Wow. First of all, I would like to think that even with all the great technology, which lets us do so many amazing things, and there's technology out there that we haven't been introduced to yet that will probably blow our minds if we thought about it. Pardon me for using the expression, blow your minds. But this is a Speak Brave podcast. We are not afraid to say it. Okay. But what I'm thinking here is this. I still believe that the most important single gift that we can give to our fellow man is to be able to look them in the eye and to communicate with them directly because that's letting them know that they have value to us for the very fact that they're present with us at that moment. And I think that's something we should strive to teach ourselves and our society, our children and everyone as a part of just the culture of being us. Yes, we have our technology and our technology provides us with great conveniences and instant information. But in the reality, we were created to coexist with one another, to intercommunicate with one another, to cohabitate with one another. I don't mean the cohabitation. I'm, I'm collaboration, inter- collaboration, yes. Those are the most dynamic and satisfying expressions and events. I think you just, you just got to the heart of what I'm trying to say. Our bodies have not caught up with our technology mm-hmm. or the technology have not been in sync with our bodies yeah. our bodies took what i don't know it depends on what you believe and what you prescribe to some people think it took millions of years some people think a thousand of years regardless our bodies took a long time to come up who we are to what our brain is what our body is mm-hmm. and i think technology is not in sync with the way that our bodies are the, john i have a problem I will admit, I have a problem. My focus is not where it needs to be. I have this addiction. I need the hit of dopamine. When I'm speaking with someone, guess what I'm thinking about a lot of times? I'm thinking about my phone. I'm thinking about, do I have that message I've been waiting for, or that email, or that Facebook update? I have a problem, John. I would have never thought that. I have to be honest with you. I'm sure there probably have been circumstances where I've been wondering about something, where as I'm speaking, my mind is on something else. And it may not be the phone. It might be, will today be the day I get that letter? Will that check be waiting for me in the mail that I've been expecting? Will that person arrive at the house that I've been looking for to come visit with us? Will I be able to make it to that special appointment tonight? We do have a tendency, I think, when we're communicating with people to be just a little bit distracted mentally. You, I, well, yes. Um, I, I cannot really say that there's a pill or there's a mechanism that anyone can undertake to create or eliminate this uh, sense of wonder. Isn't that what it is? Yeah. The, the, there's, there is a sense of wonder in our brain. I mean, there is something to say about the sense of wonder because mm-hmm. it allows us to create cre- creative connections yes. that we cannot make otherwise. Mm-hmm. What I want to actually point out is I've been going through this book that is excellent by Daniel Goleman, Hero of Emotional Intelligence and 13 other books. And the book is called Focus. It actually describes this problem that I had. A lot of especially the younger generation in the United States, on average, did you know that there's over 3,000 3, text messages exchanged in, between teenagers in the United States right now? Over 3,400 messages a month? 
over a hundred text messages a day. That's up to 10 messages every waking hour. That's text messages. That's not including tweets, emails, status updates, or any other information that, that's being exchanged. Can you imagine the assault on our brain that we're always distracted? And that's what it is. I think it's a condition. If we allow our brain to get sucked in into the so- world of social media, the mm-hmm. updates, the news, I believe there's some kind of mechanism that our brain is continually adapts to the environment that we live in. Yes. Whatever you feed the brain, the brain will spit out. The brain is your friend. It but is. But at the same time, you want to take care of your brain. You do. You do. Hey, there is something I can share with you that Go happened ahead. just last week. As you know, I was on vacation. Yes. And I'm happy to report that I did spend a lot of time on my phone doing texting or reading my emails. But I would be lying if I said I didn't because... You received some posts from me on Facebook. I did, yes. And I also texted a handful of people just to keep them in the loop. But here's the thing. I did have a greater opportunity to enjoy the experience of the vacation and not allow myself to be distracted by the cares of life that I know will be waiting for me when I return to Florida. Now, having said that, we're up there with our dear friends, the parents of our two godsons, And these two dear friends are like children we didn't have. We love them both dearly. So here I am. We're spending the day with them in the car. And he has his phone. And he is an extraordinarily successful real estate businessman in his city. So he is getting phone call after phone call after phone call and text message after text message after text message. And he's driving in a car that is equipped with Bluetooth and can even read his text messages to him. So while he's driving us around and taking us and showing us things, he's having to answer these texts and these phone calls. And what it is is that he's trying to entertain his guests while at the same time taking care of his customers because he feels he cannot afford to ignore them because in his business, you got to act quickly when it comes to a closing on a house. So when we went two days later up to northern Michigan to enjoy a holiday up there where we could just simply kick back and relax, he resolved to turn his phone off for 24 hours. And he did. But you know something? The whole time he had it turned off, he said, I know when I turn it back on, I'll regret the fact that I had it off. Wow. What a story. What a story. (laughs) You know, number one, thank you for sharing that. Uh, I don't know your friend or uh, that's as part of your extended family. And I know you have quite an extended family. And I'm grateful that you share the story with us because you're a connector. You connect people, and you share, and you enrich other people's lives. Now, this realtor, he said, based on what I heard from your story, I will regret turning the phone off. That is a mantra we say to ourselves. And you know what? Our thoughts become our words. Mm -hmm. Our words become a reality. That's just something to think about. Stop. What did I just say that? Why? Okay, can I go back? Can I reframe the situation? Is there a way for me to think, okay, I don't have to be put into this little box saying, okay, I regret it. Is there a way? Is there, can I push my brain to be more creative and say something else? 
because avoid it because life will keep going i mean this is just something i wanted to focus on but that's right i feel a lot of times that facebook twitter linkedin pinterest social media the web the the text messages chop our attention in pieces mm-hmm. versus um i i have no idea what kind of distractions or temptations people who lived 200 years ago 300 years ago they didn't have television they didn't have radio they didn't have smartphones they were able to focus focus i think is the key differentiator between successful people and people who just live from day to day i'm I'm sorry to say but a lot of time i felt that way too like because the lack of focus and i think the distractions does not do not help no, they don't. I agree with you. Not only do they not help, I think they actually take you away from your purpose mm-hmm. and take you away from achieving your goals. Isn't that, isn't mm-hmm. that right? It's distraction. It's and distraction. distraction. Yes, and distraction yeah. means you're off point. You're off point, correct. Um, in this book that I've been reading, Focus by Daniel Goleman, he talks about, like I said, the barrage of the internet, the barrage of the status updates and all of those things. But he also talks about having giving the permission to your brain and to your personality to take a break to take a break specifically he zeroes in on the ability of the brain to just let go because he realizes as a psychologist and a researcher the brain will wander the brain will wander it's one of the default mechanisms of the brain and you think okay i am sitting here but i'm really i'm thinking about my toothache or I'm, th- I'm thinking about that bill I have to pay. Isn't that right? Yeah. I mean, it's just what it oh, is. The toothache's going to be obviously there. <laughs> I've had one, so I know. Well, I'm Those sorry. are terribly distracting. They are distracting. Okay, you know what? Let's move on. Let's, okay, you're thinking about the, what you had for lunch or the conversation you had with your spouse last night or yeah. this morning mm-hmm. or somebody or something you heard on the radio. So Daniel Goldman, he allows for wonderment. For that time. I like that that term wonderment too because because it's nice to be able to be awed by something. That's right. And if you are intentional, this is a podcast, how to be your best and to live brave and speak brave. And that requires intentionality. Intentionality. So if you realize that your life is so stressful, just like your realtor friend, Mm -hmm. your life is so stressful and you have this uh, assault, assault of messages that you must be part of this race and you cannot even disconnect have a schedule remember i always say what gets scheduled gets done Mm -hmm. okay so schedule a time to let your brain wander what i have seen in this book is a lot of examples where mathematicians had a problem and they couldn't solve the equation and they worked for it for maybe months or years and then one point they reach a point of it cannot go any further so this one scientist what did he do he went to see to walk oh. around, to walk on the beach. And guess what? The solution came to him when he disconnected. Because now he cleared his mind of the distractions so that he could be open to receive the answers. And the brain wandered in, his, in the search for answer and reached the right portion of the brain that allowed him the neural networks to connect in just the right manner to give you the answer. Have you heard about this myth, or I think it's a legend of Archimedes? I think he... Archimedes? Yes. Do you mm-hmm. remember how he said, Eureka? Yes. What did he happen? He was in a bathtub, and he wasn't thinking about some 
some theorem, but this is how he came. He an was answer, in a bathtub. Yeah, and the answer and, just popped up. That's right. So if you have a difficult problem and you just cannot seem to find a way out, and I have found that in my life to be very helpful, is to find a place, to find a time that is disconnected from your normal behavior, from your normal environment, and just go. And just go. For example, you decide, you know what, Mark, I'm so busy. I have a lunchtime, I have this appointment, I have uh, friends to entertain, I have kids to feed, I have a spouse to contend with. I get it. I get it. But don't you have just a little... Let's say you live in New York City. There's a Central Park. Yes. There's a Bryant Park. And what, what I have learned from this book and from others is if you want to disconnect, five minutes is fine. But don't go just to the coffee shop or walk around the street. Be intentional and go to a place with greenery, with the trees. Because when your mind looks at the trees and the grass and the sky and the clouds, there's some kind of neural processes that happen in your brain that lets you calm down and let your mind wander. And that's the key. Even if you cannot get to the park, if you cannot get to the beach, if you're in a landlocked state, I get it. Find a mural. Maybe Ooh. with the body or what, and just sit by it for a few minutes. Maybe by the, if you have in your work, place of employment, your workplace where I had at the banks that I worked, right. um, just a little waterfall or a little pond and just sit there for five minutes. Disconnect, have the intention because you know, just like your realtor friend, when he gets back to work, there's going to be this unyielding assault of messages. What kind of... Um, strategies do you use john to let yourself disconnect so you can connect uh i do actually reserve for myself as often as possible an early time for quiet meditation okay tell me why i enjoy <clears throat> getting up early my wife is not an early bird okay but i am a bit of an early bird so for me if I wake up at around 6 a.m. in the morning, 6 a.m., I generally will find time after I've started my coffee to sit and relax out on the front, what I call Florida room that we have. Okay. Because it gives me an opportunity to look at the early morning when it's still mostly dawn and there's very little noise. The only thing that you really hear is the sound of nature. And it gives me a chance to think about it's a new day. I have great opportunities today. But at this particular moment, I have no place that I need to be, no place that I want to be. I just want to sit here and relax and take in this quiet time. And it's, it's therapeutic. Therapeutic. And how long does it normally go for 15 to 20 minutes, 15 maybe 20 minutes. as much as 30, but mostly 15 to 20 minutes. And how do you feel when you miss those days, when you cannot have that recharge? How do you feel that something else? I think, generally speaking, a little more stressed. A little more stressed. Okay. Well, thank you, John. I know this is a great topic, and I actually want to dig into this a little more next time we meet. I look forward to it. It's, there's a lot of other strategies that have worked and actually have created enriching and beneficial outcomes for everyone who pays mm -hmm. attention to this. Yeah. Uh, thank you, John. Thank you, Mark. For excellent focus on this on this episode, everyone. Uh, 
please reach out to me on Twitter at speakbrave or marguy.com uh, with your questions, comments, any kind of feedback to make sure that we talk about the issues that matter to you. And don't forget, speak brave, live brave.